Welcome to the High Vibe Podcast. I'm your host, Bree, and this is your weekly no-fluff self-development podcast for teachers. The High Vibe Teaching Podcast is the self-development you need to instantly improve your life and get through the crap holding you back. Becoming High Vibe has changed my life, and I know it can change yours too. Hello, you guys. Welcome to this week's episode. We have a very special episode for you this week because... On Saturday, I got married, and what I decided to do and what you're going to be listening to is you're going to be listening to a Q&A that me and my now husband did together, just about us getting a little bit more of a deeper look into us. So if you watch the YouTube video, it came out Saturday. Thank you for watching live. I mean, not live, but if you saw it right when it posted on Saturday, you literally were watching it while we we're getting married, while we we're having our reception. So thanks for joining the wedding in that way. But um, in this podcast episode, I did want to talk about how Jake and I met and how I manifested him. I manifested him. And I want to talk about manifestation a little bit in this episode as well, because it's a really fun thing to do. But at the same time, I feel like the word manifest sounds intimidating slash scary slash like woo-woo in a way, but it really isn't. So I want to talk to you guys about that in this episode. So if you are not following me on Instagram, go ahead and go on over. It's at a high vibe teaching. If you are not following me on YouTube, please go ahead and subscribe. If you want to see like me and Jake in a video format, um, you guys can go ahead and watch the video down below. Um, it was really fun to film with him. That's the first time I ever filled with him. And Jake is very cute. He's a very, very, very cute person. And I'm so glad he did that with me. He was so willing. So thank you, Jake, especially if you're listening to this right now. But I want to talk to you guys about how I manifested my husband because I did 100%, 100%, 100, 100%. I did. There's no doubt in my mind that I didn't. So first I want to talk about what manifestation is to me. And what manifestation is, is just creating what you want and holding true to what you want and not accepting anything less. So in terms of me, um, you know, manifesting Jake, I, it's funny because years ago, years, years, years ago, when I moved out on my own to Orange County, when I was 20, 19 to 20, I... I've always been the type of person that wanted to be in a relationship. Like I just love having my best friend in my life. Like I consider Jake my best friend. So I just always wanted that. Um, I always wanted to get married. I always wanted to have kids. Like that has always been what I wanted. I wanted to create my own life with my own family in my own way. That's exactly the best way I can say it. Um, I actually remember there's a memory coming up in my mind that I remember walking my family dog long time ago. I'm talking probably 10 plus years. I remember walking the dog, my dog, my dog, Taffy, rest in peace, Taffy. Um, and I was walking her and then I I just always thought like, huh, I wonder who I'm going to marry. I wonder who it's going to be. I wonder, I wonder. And then fast forward to living in Huntington Beach um, in Orange County, I was not having the best time at all. It was a learning experience. It was whatever. Like, I feel fine about it now, but 
back then it was a really hard transition for me, but, um, me and my friend, my bridesmaid, Hannah, if you're listening to this, you listen to my podcast, me and Hannah, we sat down together and we wrote down exactly what we wanted in a man. Um, I wrote down exactly what I wanted. I have the list somewhere. It's up in storage. When I move, I'm going to check on it and just maybe do a follow-up. I don't really know, but I know the things that I had on there are the things that Jake is. So we just wrote out exactly what we wanted in our men or in a man, and I got it. Um, so talking about manifesting, um, manifesting to me was I knew exactly what I wanted in a man. I wrote it down. And no, it wasn't things like, I want a man that's six feet tall. You can do that if you want. But if you keep it really open, you will get more. The whole key is being open to possibility. So for example, I wrote down that I want a man that has a job that I would never do. I want a man that has a job or does a job that I would never do. And Jake, he went into the Navy right after high school. I would personally never do that. That's not any desire of mine. So the fact that Jake went into the Navy, he literally was deployed for eight months. Um, He went on a little bit of underways, which is not as long as deployments, but he did that. He went through boot camp. He did jobs or worked jobs that I would never do. So that was just, you know, I didn't say I want a man that is in the Navy. I didn't say that. But what I did say was I want a man that X, Y, Z for a job. But again, you can be as specific as you want when you do want to manifest something into your life. Because whether we realize it or not, we create our own realities. Our minds create the reality that we are living. Our viewpoint, our mindset is creating the life that we are living. And it's a very almost harsh truth in a way, but to me, it's liberating. When I realize this, so liberating. I feel like I've always had a sense of that in me, but then I lost it when I was going through some shit um, especially during my first couple years teaching, like that was a really shitty time for me, but I lost that, but I'm finding it again. We create a reality all on our mindset, all on what we choose to focus on. That is the reality that we create. And it's amazing and it's powerful. And, um, going on to what else I manifested with Jake, I also, so I only have a younger brother and I've always wanted sisters. Always always wanted them. I wrote down, I want a man that has a good relationship with family. Um, I've always wanted a man that had a good solid foundation of a family. Um, you know, like got along, loved each other there for one another, the same way my family is with each other. I wanted that in my man, in my relationship. And I got that you guys, I got it. And, um, he has two sisters. I've always wanted sisters. I've always wanted sisters. I have two sisters now. I got exactly what I wanted. I have two sisters. I got them. 
I'm so, so happy. I also said, I also said, now this is when it's going to get very specific. And this is when I am just proving to you that if you just don't settle for what you truly want, and if you do not settle for what you deserve in your heart, like in your soul and your intuition in your authentic self, like if you are truly the creators of your reality, you're going to get exactly what you want. So this, these are very specific examples, but I'm telling you, this is the truth. So I even wrote down on this piece of paper, I wrote down, I want my man, whoever I'm marrying, whatever. I want my man to be really good friends with my brother. I want them to have a good friendship. I even wrote down, I'm not even freaking kidding you. I wrote down, I want my man to play video games with my brother. Like I want my man to know football. I want my man to be well engaged in sports because my family is a sports family. We grew up in sports. Like that is a thing. Sundays are for football. That is how my life works. And I like that. It's it's fun to me. So that is what I wanted. That is what I wrote down. And literally when me and Jake were dating, this is before we even moved in, him and my brother literally played Madden for eight hours one day. Madden football for eight hours one day. Kevin freaking kidding. I'm not even freaking kidding you. That is an ex- exact example of how I manifested Jake. Like that detail and that happening, that is all a manifestation of what I want. Like I created that with my thinking of knowing I was going to get that. Like, why wouldn't I get it? Why wouldn't I get like my perfect relationship? I'm worthy and deserving of a beautiful life. Everyone is. The second thing or the next thing that I manifested specifically to a T, specifically to a T, you guys. Um, Long story short, my dad was adopted. And he was adopted in the 60s. So like it's, it was very different back then. Like we don't know anything about his birth parents. I don't even like think about like we don't, you know what I mean? Like my grandparents are my grandparents. Like to me, they, it's, it's no different, but I always like in my heart, I love my dad. Like my, I love my dad. So I've always like been like, huh, like, you know, that would be cool if I found someone similar like that or similar in that kind of way, whatever. Don't really know my exact thought process in that, but I always like admired that about like my dad and my dad's family. So fast forward to Jake. I've known Jake since high school. Like I knew of him. I didn't really talk to him. But when we started dating, like through the computer, basically when he was on deployment, we would message each other. And then when he got the opportunity to talk on the phone with me, um, we got to know each other really well. And he told me he was adopted. What the hell? I had no freaking idea. He was actually adopted within his family, but still, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. Manifested that too. Not even joking. You guys, I'm honestly getting a lot better at manifesting my reality because I'm understanding it better. And eventually I'm going to create another video of other things I've manifested in my life. I've manifested my car. 
I've manifested my brother's girlfriend 100%. Um, it's just like, this is just concrete example of exactly what I wanted. I got what I wanted and it's because I created it and I held true to what I believed I deserved. And another thing, another thing I manifested, just saying, just saying, cause it's coming to me. Another thing was I always told myself that I wanted a man to talk to me first. Like I wanted someone to talk to me first, message me first, come up to me, talk to me first. Like I wanted them to make the first effort. That's just, that was just what I wanted. And I got it. Jake sent me a random as hell message. Random. From Facebook. Random. Literally random. He literally messaged me. He's like, hey, how are you, how are you doing? What the hell? Okay. Well, there you go. Rest is history. So as you guys listen to this Q&A, um, I just really wanted to make an episode about how I manifested my man. Um, like everything just lined up so nicely. Like I've always wanted to be, you know, married at this age, like later in my life. Um, I always wanted like sisters. I wanted a really good relationship with my in-laws. I have that. I wanted like my man to work a job that I never would. I would just me, like, you know, he went into the Navy. Like I would never even think to do that. Um, I wanted a man that was like funny and who can talk shit, honestly. And my man can talk shit. Jake can talk shit. I can talk shit to him as well. Um, That's just what I was looking for. So if you, let's just pretend, let's just pretend you're like, I don't know, single and you want a relationship and that's just what you want. Um, There's nothing wrong with wanting what you want. If you are wanting this or whatever, do this exercise. Sit down with yourself. Sit down with yourself with a piece of paper and actually write it out. It's, this is actually a method of scribing to me. So label it, what I want in a man. List as many things as you want. Remember, the more general or like open, I don't know, it's up to you. It's up to your expectations. Like for me, I was very like adamant on my man knowing and liking sports. Like I, it just wouldn't work. Like if I dated someone that didn't like sports to me, it wouldn't work for me and what I want and what I want out of my life, especially when I have kids. Like I want my man to coach my kids or, you know, we talk strategy. I don't know, just stuff like that. So Go ahead and do that exercise if you want. Um, it's really fun. You can do that exercise with so many things. I've actually done it with a teaching district. I actually haven't written it down yet. I There's pieces in my mind. I've actually made a podcast about it, so I'm going to represent that as my like writing. Um, but just write exactly what you want. Give no cares about anything. It's what you want. So you write down what you want, be open to receiving, you know? So what I mean by that is being open to receiving, like I wrote down, I wanted my man to talk to me first. Okay. Well, he sent me a Facebook message. I was open to it. I, it's just like allowing things to happen and being open and just going with flow. It's truly being in a flow state. 
And being in a flow state is just being in alignment with you. So you guys enjoy the rest of this podcast. Me and Jake just talk. We answer answer questions. Enjoy it. It was really fun filming with him. Um, Be sure to leave a review. If you like this, be sure to share as well if you found this helpful. And I'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Well, not bye. You're going to be listening to an episode. But see ya. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to my channel. In today's video, first of all, if you're watching this live, like right when it drops at 4 p.m. on Saturday, May 22nd, 2021, we will be getting married at that exact time. So if you're watching this right when it um, is published, then you're watching it while we get married. Pretty cool. Okay, so in today's video, I have my fiance here, Jake, and we're gonna do a Q&A. I asked you guys on my Instagram, if you are not following me over there yet, go ahead and follow me. I'm doing a coffee chat once a month, and that's how I get my questions or my topics. So you guys helped me make this video. So thank you so much. I wanted you guys just to ask us a couple questions and just, we're getting married. <laughs> okay, so um, just a little background on Jake. So this is my fiance, Jake. We've been dating maybe like four years. I really don't know. Not in that way. I just don't know because it's not something I like remember or care to know. Like, I don't know, like dating four years. I don't know. I think so. Since September, like 2016. So sure. Almost four years. And something unique about us is we were supposed to get married last year, but we had to push everything to 2021 because of the pandemic. So now we're finally here. We are filming this a week out. And how do you feel right now? Ready to get the show on the road. (laughs) Nice. Good. I know. I, I'm excited and uh, I just kind of want my normal life back. So I'm excited to like get a move on. You know what? I will say, even though we had to move our wedding forward, oddly enough, everything just worked out so well. Mm-hmm. Like it almost was so much better that we had to push a year, you know, it's like you take it less for granted. And I think that's the whole theme through this pandemic is taking things or just being more grateful for the everyday life that you have. I wanna see if there's any more background knowledge about us. Oh, there was another question. What does your husband or fiance do for work? So do you wanna answer that? Collect unemployment. Jake, <laughs> he's joking, um, um, but not really. <laughs> okay, anyway, so um, no. So Jake was in the military for four years and then he was trying to figure out like what he wanted to do in civilian life and that was a loud crack. So he went to school for EMT, became an EMT. are you answering? Sorry, it's just because I'm Uh, trying to cut the Yeah, I went to school, was an EMT for like two years and I was over it and then I went into demolition for the last year. And the labor's union. And it's just, that's just temporary, but. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I do. So the joke about the unemployment is because I don't know if you guys are familiar with construction, but uh, Jake has been off not working for a month and a half. And that's just how construction is sometimes. And that's why this job's temporary. But um, we're moving, like I'm in the pro, we're in the process, I'm in the process of finding a job. We're gonna move wherever I find my teaching job. And then Jake's gonna go to a school, like a nearby school. And what are you gonna do? Um, I'm gonna 
study physical therapy. So I'm pretty excited for that. I'm just waiting for this wedding to get over with and then find where we're gonna live and then I can apply to schools and then I'll be set in motion so yes and then kind of a lot of waiting this last couple months yes lots of waiting and because like jake wants to try to work in a gym so um and they haven't really been open where we're at we're in southern california and well right now we're in la county so nothing has been opened for a very long time um so there's no way he's gonna go apply for a gym when there's not gyms open really Mm -hmm. um so yeah that's what we're doing. Okay, let's just get into the questions. So the first question says, how hard was it to plan a wedding during COVID? So I pretty much did all the planning. Um, that's just because Jake's going to help with all the heavy lifting. I'm not. And um, so that's Jake's job in the wedding planning. But the wedding planning really hasn't been bad at all. Like the wedding planning, actually, I'm not really stressed out about at all. I haven't been. And it's just because I have so much help. So my mom's been doing awesome. I'm really more laxed about things like this. Like, I just know no matter what, no matter what food we're having, no matter what kind of wine I'm buying or we're drinking, it's going to be a great day and it's going to be an awesome, awesome time for everyone, hopefully. Like, that's what we want. So to me, I'm not stressed out about really anything. I'm just like, okay, cool. Like, this is good. This is good. That works. And that's where I'm at. I picked out my wedding dress in 30 minutes. And I said, I only want to look at clearance only. And I looked at clearance only and I found my wedding dress in 30 minutes because I just, I just don't dwell on little detailed like things because everything's going to be really great and fine. So, okay, Jake, how do you think it, what the planning went? You went pretty smoothly. Smoothly? Yeah. I mean, okay. nothing too crazy happened, so. No. And <clears throat> even though we had to postpone, um, it wasn't that hard of, like, a transition to do it. Because I just jumped on it. I was like, I'm moving it to May. It was supposed to be June. Moved it to May 2021. And I was just like, thank you so much for asking that question. Next question. How long were you and your fiancé dating before he popped the question? You can answer that, Jake. I think it was three years. Oh, yeah. See, it's funny because he asked me almost two years ago. It was like three years. It was over three years. It was probably three and a half years. No, I think it was almost three years. I think it was almost three years. Again. 26 years started dating? Three years. Yep, three years. Yeah. Thank you for asking that question. Next question. How did you know he was your person? Well, oh, I forgot to mention, if you're watching this far, I also have a podcast episode coming out and I talk about how I literally, I'm going to use the word manifested. I manifested him. And I said, <laughs> I know that sounds kind of sc- uh, scary and weird, but it's really not. It's just, I literally held high expectations through my whole dating journey, through my whole dating journey. And I got exactly what I wanted. So that's what I mean by that. So I have that on my podcast, like literally like just going more in depth. If you're not following me over there or subscribed over there, all streaming services link down below. How did I know he was my person? Again, like he just fit literally everything to a T. I don't know. Like I literally just chose things that I like in a man and I got all of them. How did you know I was your person? 
actually, I think the first time I realized Jake was my person was because, so we met, we technically went to high school together. I never really talked to him. We didn't really talk to each other. But after high school, like four, maybe three years after high school, he uh, messaged me on Facebook because he was deployed in the Navy and he just randomly messaged me on Facebook. And I always told myself, like, I, I don't, I never like texted guys first. I was just like, if you want to talk to me, then you can come talk to me kind of attitude, like feeling like I'm not whatever. And I always wanted a guy to be able to like message me or talk to me first. So that was number one. And then number two, we would like write uh, like messaging on Facebook and we would write like multiple paragraphs back to each other because he could only have his phone one time a day or the computer one time a day when he was deployed. So we literally, it was like, we're playing like to me, it was like, we're writing letters back and forth, but it was all digital. That's when, um, <laughs> that's when I personally knew that's when I personally knew. And then Jake said something really cute about coffee and he was just like, yeah, so, because I would always say, like, hey, like, how's your day, you know, you're deployed, like, what'd you do? He would message, and he would write really in-depth, like, paragraphs, and he's like, yeah, I had coffee, three sugars, like, two creams. I don't know. I just really like that, the detail of the writing. How did you know? I mean, I always kind of had a feeling, but... What, with me? Yeah. Oh, okay. But it was, like, I'm more cautious, I guess. Just had to make sure. Oh, okay. So then I had, like, those three, like, near-death experiences in, like, <laughs> a week. And after those, I was like, oh, it's time. Isn't that weird? Mm -hmm. He had, he got in, like, two car accidents in a week that weren't his fault. And then what was the other thing? No, I, I got rear-ended at work. I fell asleep at the wheel coming home from school. And I popped my tire. And then the third one... Oh, you had a dream. Oh, yeah, I had a dream. Well, okay, two near-death experiences and one, it was a dream that, about me and Bree getting married. <laughs> um, so that was like three signs and like three is like a lucky number, I, I think. So. Or it's just like, do it, do it, yeah, do it. Pushing me. Holy crud, <laughs> man, how funny. Thank you for asking that question. The next question says... How did the pandemic affect your relationship? Well, I think the pandemic helped my relationship like tenfold. Like it, it made it so much better because I was the one in the low point. He was doing good. Like he was doing, being really mentally strong. I was not. So he helped me and, um, he actually introduced me to read. So you literally changed my life because you told me I should read and I listened to you. Thank you. <laughs> How do you think it helped or changed? Um, we got to spend a lot more time together. Mm -hmm. And I think it just proved that if we could get <laughs> get through like lockdown and all that stuff together, then it'd be pretty hard to like you know, split us up. So, I think it just made us stronger. Yeah. And I I I rarely get annoyed with him. It's very rarely. Maybe it'll change. I don't know. Okay. Um, thank you for asking that question. Where did you two meet in high school technically and then reconnected after? Um, how long until you lived together? So we lived together after he proposed. So three and a half years. 
Um, what's your proposal story? Okay, I'm just gonna say it really quick. Reader's Digest, if that's okay. Is that okay with you? Sure. Okay, so um, we're driving to his parents' house in Arizona. It was Memorial Day weekend. Um, they live in Lake Laughlin. We're going over, and we stopped to get gas, and uh, Jake was pumping the gas, and I was sitting in the front seat eating, and then he just opened the door, and I was like, like hey and then he kissed me and was just staring into my soul and i was like what are you doing so then he dropped down on his knee and proposed to me and i was like what the i had no idea it was gonna happen i had zero idea it was gonna happen and then um i was like get off your knee because i do i didn't want like random people in my memory of being proposed to be i don't know i was just like i just did not want attention on me like that like that is not my thing to get all that attention over someone being like, congratulations. I just didn't want it in front of people. I just wanted to be just me and him. And, um, yeah, that's what happened. And it, it shook me. I was so surprised. But my favorite thing about my ring was he literally went with his family to pick it out. Mm -hmm. Both the sisters and his brother-in-laws, mm -hmm. all of them. And thank you if you're watching this. It's a beautiful ring. Great job. Okay. Thank you, Jake. Um, thank you for asking that question. Okay. We have two more questions. Oh no, we have three, like four. We have a couple more questions. Budget friendly ideas for a big wedding. You can answer it. Don't, you don't have to do all like the little tiny things that people tell you you have to do. And it's your wedding. So really, if you want to save money, then do it like we did. And, um, but our wedding is going to be awesome, so, mm -hmm. uh, but we definitely, like, didn't, like, spend any crazy amount, and mm -mm. it's just, like, little tiny things, like, I don't know, like, silverware and Pla yeah. dishes. And right. Like, we did, stuff like that. yeah, we did all plastic. We're doing a taco truck, because to us, our main thing is dancing and family, or not the main, like, the things that matter to us is like the environment. So with the dancing, with the food, with the alcohol, that's like what we cared about. And we just wanted everyone together. Like we just wanted all our family together, all of our friends all together. That's all we cared about. So that made it easier. Cause we're just like, I don't care about, um, I don't even know what like is something like, yeah, don't care. Uh, we got sheet cake and I got like a cute couple tiered cake, um, from nothing bunt cakes. It was only 75 bucks. Um, it's cute. So it's going to be our cake and then everyone else is going to get sheet cake and we're doing a dessert table yeah. all provided by from Costco. So I would definitely just, everyone's going to have a great time. And if, yeah, that's all it is. It's all about the atmosphere and the party for us. Thanks for asking that question and thanks for answering it. Um, how do you deal with stress of teaching and wedding planning? You know what? I'm not going to lie. Since I've been, since it's been the pandemic, I've really gone to chill out, but I'm not really, but I'm not really stressed about the wedding planning. I haven't been because like, I just know everything's going to be great. Like I literally am just like, that's good. That's good. That's good. And then teaching is like, I just separated out because, um, I don't know, this year is weird. And I technically had two years to plan a wedding. So I just don't attach stress to it. It's not supposed to be stressful. Like to me, it wasn't stressful because I didn't want it to be stressful. So Thanks for asking that question. Big or small wedding? 
So we're having like 160 people there at our wedding. And it's mostly like family because I have a very large family. Jake has a pretty good sized family mm. and then our friends. So 160, but I could not imagine like 200. That's a lot. Like the alcohol I'm buying for 160 people. I just can't imagine having like over 200 people. That's crazy to me. But um, I, I would say medium, I guess. Medium. That's pretty <clears throat> You would? I really don't know. Because a lot of people I talked to say they had over 200 people. I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. Um, last question. Okay. I'll let you answer this one. <clears throat> Never go to bed angry or sleep on it and solve in the morning. Depends. Oh, you gotta wake up in four hours. <laughs> you gotta wake up and it's already late. Then just sleep on it. But if you got time, then just don't go to bed angry. I would agree. Because then you're just going to be all angry and then tired. And the right. next day. So right. better to get some sleep. But if you got nine hours that so you have to wake up for work in the morning, then... Yeah, fix it then and there. I agree, Jake. Well, you guys, thank you so much for asking us these questions. I had a great time. How did you have? What kind of time did you have? Fitbit. What the hell does that mean? It's what kind of time I have. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, is it going to check your happiness levels? Nah, it's fun. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I had fun. <laughs> okay, that's it. Thanks, baby. Yep.